All right, let's jump straight into it. Here's part two. And I do remember uh, a few females, like either we went to school with them or they were in our neighborhood. And like we could tell, like, you know, damn, you know what I mean? Like they knew they knew more than what they should have known. And it was more than likely their parents' fault. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just it was just one of the things that was weird, man. And I remember as a kid, too, uh, I remember one of the things that actually made me feel better about myself because I was still learning myself, you know, uh, as far as like coming into liking females and, and wanting to know more about females and understanding like what it means. Like, okay, shit, she fine as hell. What's happening in my pants type shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That type shit. And, um, another memory from my childhood. Um, I remember I saw Adina Howard's video. Uh, that was the first time I actually heard the song Freak Like Me and I saw the video. And that first of all, that woman was like, she was gorgeous. She was bad as hell. You know what I'm saying? The second part of it was that I was a kid listening to this song and I knew, like, I started to understand, like, after I heard it, like, okay, I know what this song is about. You know what I'm saying? And, and my I, my mom, she had cable off and on over the years, so... We, we we had ways of, you know, sneaking and watching shit we weren't supposed to watch and things of that particular nature. So, you know, I, I, I was a kid. I've, I've seen Cinemax and HBO and real sex and shit like that. So I, I, I know, you know what I mean? But that, that song actually is what started to make me feel a lot more comfortable about being uh, a, a little kid, you know what I'm saying, and understanding what the fuck is going on with me, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the, the term freak, that was really when I heard it and started to understand it. Um, I remember um, it was a heartbreaking moment too. I remember when we moved out of that neighborhood, the day that we moved out of that neighborhood, all of the neighborhood uh, kids and stuff that came over, uh, even some of my next to the oldest brother's friends came over and uh, we were moving that day and um, everybody was flipping out in the yard. Everybody was flipping. We was having a good time. We was laughing and shit like that. Now my oldest brother he actually, he left and went into the military. Like he went into the Marines, like straight out of high school. Like he was, um, to my understanding, he was determined as hell to get the fuck out the hood. Uh, and, and he, I, he wanted to do something for our family, you know, because, you know, we, we were struggling, you know, we, we were poor black folks. Um, my mama, she didn't necessarily have a job. She did, she did hair. That was her thing. My mama actually used to work at a, um, uh, salon that was in Ridgecrest. Uh, this was before we moved to the to the outskirts of Ridgecrest, but um, she did half. That was her thing. And my mama would braid half from sun up to sundown. Like, and I know it, it kind of intensified the older we got because um, when we moved out of that neighborhood, I remember we was on the back of a truck, and everybody in the neighborhood was waving and shit like that. And um, when we got to the new neighborhood that we was living in, that was on a completely different side of town. Um, oh, and then uh, I remember another childhood girlfriend I had, like this chick was like, she was like hard, like hard, hard. Like she beat niggas up. <laughs> this shit was crazy as fuck. Like she beat niggas up. And I remember that, that girl was like the first girl I ever got something for for Valentine's Day. I didn't pay for it. Of course, I, my mama paid for it. But that was the first girl I got something for for Valentine's Day. And actually me, um, like me and her and then her younger sister and my sister, like all of us kind of stayed, like we stayed in contact with them for a little while. 
But as we got older, we, you know, we broke off contact. Like I said, it, people grow apart. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, back, back to it. Uh, the day that we moved, we was on the back of that pickup truck. Everybody was waving. We left the neighborhood. We drove, uh, seemed like fucking forever. Um, got to the neighborhood that we, uh, that my mom is currently in that house now. She's still there. Um, that shit was brand new because we were dealing with a different type of black people. Um, there were more white people in the neighborhood and actually one of my childhood friends, uh, he, he's white, but the guy, um, he, he, he did carry himself in a blackish manner almost. Um, he dated black girls, I think his whole fucking life. Uh, he could play basketball, baseball, football. So he was, he was just another one of the kids in the neighborhood. Um, we got to this neighborhood and, um, the first thing I remember about being in that neighborhood, it was different. It felt different. It looked different. It didn't look like the hood, even though it was black folks out there. It was a lot more white people out there, but it was different. And I don't remember at no point in time hearing any gunshots or ambulances or fucking police. For a long time, we was out there because we moved. We moved in that neighborhood when I think I was might might have been twelve, and yeah, it was a long time. I didn't remember hearing nothing of the sort, like as far as violence. Um, this was the first time I went to a school that was not hood at all, not ghetto, not hood. It later became that because of zoning, uh, but. Yeah, this shit was not hood. Like, I went to a, a junior high uh, that was polar opposites than the previous junior high that I went to. The previous junior high was called, uh, that was Bellingraph. Bellingraph Junior High. And uh, we're talking about a junior high that had drive-bys at the school. Uh, fights where people actually got killed. Um, I remember the the time for the short time period that I was there. Uh, two girls got in a fight and the other friend jumped in and they threw the girl out the second floor window. So yeah, this type of shit went on on a fucking daily at this school. I hated that shit. I wanted, I wanted to get the fuck away from that school so bad because at that point of being at that school, my next to the oldest brother who was, you know, getting into all the shit in the streets and shit, he ended up going to uh, another school because he got kicked out of that same fucking school. Uh, he ended up going to another school in a different city, and he ended up living with my grandmother in a different city. So, uh, but yeah, we get to this school, this other junior high. That junior high was called Brubaker, Brubaker Junior High. Uh, that was the first time in my life where I encountered more, I encountered more uh, proper, if you will, proper speaking black people, more white people than I ever fucking seen. Uh, that was the first time I ever seen somebody that was Latin or, or I don't, I don't want to be politically incorrect on this. I think the term now is Latinx, uh, that kind of covers all grounds of Spanish, uh, people. Um, but yeah, I had, I, I mean, I, I was seeing all types of shit, you know what I'm saying? I think we even had somebody at our school that was, uh, from Germany. So it was, it was, the shit was different and, and I was a fucking nerd. I'm not going to lie. I was an absolute fucking nerd. Um. I wore glasses still, um, couldn't afford, my family couldn't afford anything outside of fucking glasses because glasses back then was expensive as shit. Uh, they expensive now, but that was expensive as shit back then. So I had to keep up with my shit on the regular. 
and um I started to grow my hair out and um I actually grew my hair out I think I was 13 or 14 years old and I was a square I'm still a square you know what I'm saying? I'm a school, I'm a lane, whatever you want to call it, and I enjoy being that. I mean, because I'm I'm different. I don't like to be in the in crowd. I like to be uh something completely off to myself. You know what I mean? And I and some parts of my life I was very wanting to be in the in crowd and I tried too hard to do that and look very stupid. And then later in life, that was still a thing. But the older I got, the less I wanted to be around people. I and, and that and I find like for me, like my my birthday is May thirtieth. I'm a Gemini. That's a common thing with Gemini's. And I don't do the horoscope shit like that no more. I believe people are people. I don't I don't believe the horoscopes are really what it is that makes the person a person. But I do believe in some things with that horoscope shit. And a lot of Gemini's have went through the exact same shit. Like the older they get, the less they tend to want to be around people. So I'm at Brubaker. Um, the first friend that I make in that neighborhood, man, the guy. Um, now, it's actually, it's actually a, a two-part story to this because I can't say he was the first because I don't remember which is which. Um, the person, one of the people, like if you listening to this, you, you know who you are. I'm not going to call names in this because I don't, I don't want to do that. But one of these guys, um, he was a skater. Now I had a bike and that was our thing. Like I used to ride bikes. This dude used to skate. He was in the comic books and, and, and Dragon Ball Z and shit like that. Then I, I discovered that shit. Uh, I think around his age, uh, Dragon Ball Z was on fire. Uh, Pokemon was a big thing. Trading cards was a big thing. It was something else. I think it was like Magic the Gathering that was around or some shit like that. I don't know. But yeah, this particular guy, he rode skates and me and him kicked it. Then this other guy, like he, he was just, um, he was just as different as us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember like growing up, like it was, it was really the three of us. And I didn't really have any other friends like that. I mean, I had a guy that was a friend of mine who lived across the street from my mom, but he was older than me. So we would kick it in the neighborhood and do certain shit. And I mean, no disrespect to this guy, man, but he was not, he was not uh very physically inclined to do sports like things. Like uh, he sucked at basketball. He sucked at football. He sucked at baseball. Like he was a good dude, but <laughs> he sucked that sports all together, man. That that that's just what it was. But he he was a solid dude, you know. I, I still see him from time to time to this day when he he comes back in the neighborhood and we will talk briefly and uh and keep it moving. Um, but but yeah, when when I was a teenager, I had these two guys that were my my damn good friends growing up, and um, there was another guy that came into the picture. Um, me and him actually we became more like family. Um, and it's crazy because in a way we are related. Um, he moved next door, like right next door. And me and him was inseparable for a long fucking time. Um, everything we did in that neighborhood, me and him did together. I'm talking about from basketball to football to baseball, uh, girlfriends, everything. Like it, me and dude was tight. And I remember... In the neighborhood, it was two guys that were teenagers, but they had cars to drive. One of them owned a car outright. Another one used to drive his mama car. Uh, then another guy that I'm uh, 
that was a childhood friend. Me and him just recently became friends again in the last couple of years. Uh, he had access to a car too. So that was a big thing growing up. And like I said, I we moved to this neighborhood and never seen shit like this. I'd never, I mean, a teenager having a fucking car. Like we're talking about 15, 16, 17 year olds that could have cars and drive and go places. That was like the biggest fucking thing in the world. And so um, we would get into shit. And I remember my mom, she like, she didn't want me to end up like my next to the oldest brother. Now my oldest brother at this point, he's, he's uh halfway across the fucking United States. Um, if not full way across the United States. Uh, so my, my next to the oldest brother, like he, he, he was just out there, man. And he was just lost as fuck and didn't really know his way. Um, he's doing better now. Definitely. I can say that he's doing better now, but back then he was definitely lost. Couldn't find his way. Angry as hell. Didn't know what to do. Very misunderstood. Uh, kind of like myself. Um, but my mom didn't want me to end up like him, which was fine. But at the same time, I wasn't in the streets. I was more or less concerned about trying to have friends and fit in and have fun. And I think that's why I fell into a lot of the bullshit that I was in from my teenage years up to my early adult years. Like, because part of me always wanted to be a part of some shit all the time. I wanted to be in the in crowd and I wanted to fit in. I wanted to do this, that, and the third. And I just never, it, it was never me. Um, I also remember at being at Brubaker, um, one of the things that made me stand out was when I grew my hair out, my mom was a beautician, like she did hair. Everybody else who got their hair done, they had to go to somebody. I didn't. So when I used to come to school with, like, say, for instance, like I was the first kid at the school with zigzag braids in my head. My shit was dope. It was fly as hell. Then I was the first kid with, like, zigzag braids on one side, straight on the other one. So it, it was like the, the shit was just super dope. Like, I then I remember, like, I was the first kid to come to school. Like, I used to hot comb my hair. Motherfuckers ain't never seen that shit before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had straight fucking hair. I think I was getting perms when I was 16. So, oh, not perms, relaxes. Um, I was getting them shits when I was 16. So, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm known for. The kid with the glasses with the fresh braids. That was me. Everybody wanted my mama to do their hair, period. Um, Brubaker was the school where I flunked the eighth grade for the first time. That was the second time in my life where... I was pushed to be better and people saw better in me, but I ended up failing this fucking class by one goddamn point and had to repeat the entire eighth grade. My mom sat down with the teacher. The principal was there too. And her explanation was, look, I'm sorry. I'm not going to push him along because he had time to study. He had time to do X, Y, Z or whatever. And you know, it is what it is. Now he can go to summer school and make the course up, but Alabama being Alabama, I think it was more Montgomery thing, but Alabama being Alabama, this was the exact same year that they implemented that junior high credits goes towards high school. So I ended up going to summer school and I went to summer school and uh, that was at another junior high called Cloverdale. That was like Brubaker's rival school. And it fucking sucked. I'm not going to lie. It absolutely sucked ass. And I had to do that shit like four or five times a week. And I didn't go that long. I went from like eight or nine in the morning to like 12. And that was it. And I did all of that only to still have to repeat the eighth grade. All I did was repeated the class and made up. 
the classes that I failed. That's all I did. I made up like one fucking class that I failed and still ended up repeating the same fucking grade. And so that pissed me off. And I really didn't, I truly didn't give a fuck about school no more at that particular point. But it happened again a third time when I got to high school. We'll get to that. But I get back to school. I'm in the eighth grade. I'm repeating the eighth grade. I don't flunk. And I'm actually kind of happy because the motherfuckers that ended up going on to the ninth grade, a lot of them I couldn't care for anyway. Um, a lot of them I have seen to this day. I speak and I keep it moving, but I didn't care for them. When I flunked the eighth grade, that was the best fucking thing that happened to me in my goddamn junior high life. I'm not playing. I had more friends and that I've probably ever had in school, period, in that second year of eighth grade than I've ever had in my entire school life. I had a lot of fucking friends. Uh, most of them were females. Um, I remember at one point in time, like, I didn't have the best looking girl friends or friends that were girls. I didn't have the best looking ones. But because I wasn't the best looking guy and I didn't fit in, I fit in with them. They fit in with me. So I had like, I had a bunch of fucking female friends at one point. Uh, some of them used to carry my fucking books. Hey, I mean, I was I was a nice guy. They were nice females. Hey, they, they me, a lot of us had qualities that were in common, that were misunderstood, wanted to be heard, this, that, and the third. You know, it, that was just a whole thing. Um, I had a lot of, uh, I had a few guy friends. Um, some of them kind of stuck with me up through high school. Um, but for the most part, yeah, females were, were my friends all the time and dealing with misunderstood females, uh, brings me to another girlfriend that I had in junior high, um, whom I have encountered personally in my personal life, uh, as an adult, um, this particular girl actually, um, was very misunderstood or so I thought because the entire school thought she was a hoe. They thought she was a slut. Um, I'm not going to say she was, <laughs> I'm not going to agree with that. I'm just going to say what they said. Uh, we dated for a little while. We ate, we even took school pictures together. Like that shit was crazy. That was the, and, and, and again, this is me trying to feel loved and feel accepted by trying to make someone else feel loved and accepted. Same shit. And I should have stopped doing that shit like a long time ago, but I dated her. Um, that didn't work out. I'm not going to say why it didn't work out because at this point it don't matter. But, um, let's just say later on in life, uh, another person that I went to school with, um, they, these two people knew each other and they felt the need to talk bad about me, um, saying things about me that was not true. Um, couldn't find another person to even say the shit was true. And the fact of the matter is that these two people that said these two things, one of them, we used to pick on this nigga and beat him the fuck up because he was a sport brat in school. Um, and the girl that I dated, like I said, people thought she was a slut and a hoe. So I actually tried to do right by one and the other one I didn't care about. But that's those those are stories that, like I said, they don't really matter at all because they, they, they were what they said about me was completely fabricated. But on the other hand, it's like, I know that I'm a much better person than both of you motherfuckers. So I don't have to actually prove shit to y'all. So, um, yeah, junior high, 
junior high was a motherfucker. Um, it was, I had a lot of first times in junior high. Uh, first time I actually quote unquote fell in love at first sight. Uh, dumbest shit ever. <laughs> Absolute dumbest shit ever. I will, I'm going to say it like this. Me and this particular person have more in common than any other person I had ever met up until the point of me probably meeting my wife. I'll put it like that. Me and me and that particular person. Um, even more than the other girl that I like, I dated for this was that was the longest relationship up until I met my wife. We had like this girl that I supposedly fell in love with at first sight, like literally, like I, I could go into detail, but again, there's no point. Um, that ended up being fucked up because it turns out she didn't really care about me at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, not for real. It was just two people that had a lot of shit in common. I felt differently than her. Um, then the guy that was supposed to be a good friend, damn near best friend at that point, I found out that this motherfucker actually was trying to get with her while I was with her. And I'm like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? So all of these things make me who I am today, which goes back to what I said in the beginning. I'm not okay. I don't think I'm ever going to be okay. And it's okay to not be okay. Um, but, but yeah, me and that person, like, um, Years down the line, me and him ended up seeing each other because I think we ended up, I think we ended up either going to high school together or we ended up going to college together because I went to college for a brief moment. Uh, two times in my life, I went to college for a brief moment. Um, but we had a conversation and I, I and and I was like, bro, like I really don't care. Like I told him straight up, bro, like I ain't tripping off that. We good, you know what I'm saying? Because I was much older, I had I understood more, you know. Um, I wasn't tripping off of that. You know what I mean? Um, and in junior high, like I had, I had like this among certain people, they thought that I was fucking a lot. Um, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't at all. I knew a fuck ton of information, but I wasn't, uh, I didn't actually lose my virginity until I got out of school. Like that's the crazy thing about it. Mind you, I got out of high school. I left high school when I was 16. Uh, got my GED when I was 16. I turned 17 in May. So think about that. Like I said, again, like in the beginning, my birthday is May 30th. So I'm, my birthday is at the end of a school year. So I'm still relatively young as shit when I left school. But, um, but yeah, that was junior high. Um, we had a lot of school dances there. A lot of them, a lot of them dances, um, helped me learn more about myself too. You know what I'm saying? I used to dance and shit like that it was uh, you got to be from my grammar to know exactly what i'm talking about but i used to dance and shit too and i know it was a lot of other other guys that did the same shit and i i was i was fairly decent at that shit i, I thought i was pretty good but they were in the end crowd they were in the popular crowd a lot of them guys was on the football team uh, a lot of girls on the chili team dance team this that and the third i was just a regular smeggler dude you know what i'm saying so i i remember getting to the ninth grade uh, my hair was longer, so I used to let uh, a lot of girls play in my hair, braid my hair, this and the third. And I know when I used to get the relaxers in my head, uh, I used to have chemical burns real bad. So I would let them basically sit and scratch chemical burns out my fucking head. Uh, so <laughs> that that was that was a thing. Um, uh, I think it was ninth grade as well where I actually discovered more about me wanting to do things in the movie industry or in the, the film and TV industry um, because I, I was in a class that um, it was theater. 
and I got a chance to do a monologue. Um, I didn't know what the fuck a monologue was, but I, I mean, this teacher, she actually lived in the neighborhood where my mom still has a house at now. Um, she was fine as hell too, but, um, she, uh, she was the theater teacher and she wanted everybody to do a monologue. I got a fucking A plus on my shit because I was just that goddamn good, shall I say. But, um, <laughs> I wrote my monologue now. It was basically a mother and a son arguing in a store and I had to play both roles and I did them so good to the point to where the teacher was actually laughing. That's how I knew that I had something. Uh, that goes back to like I, when I was a child, that creative, that creative spark in me that I didn't know how to control or how to get it out. All right. And okay. That's the end of part two. I appreciate y'all sticking around for part one. Part three is on the way. Hold tight.